Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The CSs are underway. Both are going at least to game five. Dodgers will win one. They didn't yesterday. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got some games to discuss on this fine Sunday morning. Brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. Got Jake here. Got Trev looking great. Got producer BBD with the green screen behind him. Jake living the two dog life. How's everyone doing? How you doing, Jake? James, Trevor, bug, bug, dude. Everyone joining us live, the home edition, BBD from his home, Trevor Plouffe from his home, me, Trevor's basement, and guarding Jimmy's moat at the same time, and Jimmy home. It's all about home field advantage these days. Um, That's what people are talking about. That's the whole baseball conversation, basically. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy for... uh, the Braves sneaking one out in a in a funky game yesterday, and man, this Houston Baston series seems like it's going to go deep, and there's going to be a lot of offense, and it's going to be wild. So I'm uh, I'm doing well, getting ready to live stream tonight. Uh, we took last night off. We'll be live streaming at 7:30 tonight's game. Uh, but I'm doing groovy, Chuvy. How are you? What? I think he called you Chuvy. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's me. I do want to make one suggestion to old Jakey boy. Bottom left-hand corner, you got to change your mic. Yeah, I love you, but you are coming live from my basement. I'm keeping you what, down. What there. headphones are you using, Trev? <laughs> Stop it, bro. <laughs> Look, they're not show headphones. It doesn't matter. Sometimes you got to grind out victories. Do you understand that? How is there so much sunlight in my basement? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. I don't get it. Okay, everyone's not laughing. I mean, there's dogs just fighting. So, Jim, if you want to tell us how you're doing, Poppy. There you go. I uh, whatever. Sleepy. (laughs) My allergies are horrible. I've been waking up to take care of the dogs uh, in the morning, and then I just lay back in bed. And I, well, we get. We said that we were going to be live on Zoom 11.20 hour time. I'm not going to be able to sleep in once this baby comes. I slept till 11.15. I just, my allergies are horrible. My face is puffy. I bought some depuffer cream because I saw Trev using that in the office. And I was like, I'm going to try this. I have very sensitive skin though. So right before I put it on my face, Katie was like, you should probably check to make sure you're not like allergic to that and going to have a reaction because my, I have reactions to a lot. So if my skin looks awful halfway through this episode, I'm allergic to the stuff that I bought that Trevin uh, made me buy because I was jealous of him. I put some on this morning. dude. I'm <laughs> telling you, when you got these kiddos, man, you got to wake up, get them ready, get them out the door. It's, it's a different, different animal. I was, uh, I was out playing disc golf with my father-in-law yesterday, uh, so I didn't see the start of the Red Sox-Astros game. I got into the car. Rain chased us off the course on the 12th hole. It's pretty wild, actually. But uh, I got into the car and it was eight nothing after two. So I was like, well, fuck, I feel like I missed everything in this game. <laughs> there was the pitching change. Odo taking forever. Like, I was like, damn, I didn't see any of that in live time. Um, 
So I, I watched, I went back and watched a little bit, but I'll, I'll ask you guys like what it was like, I guess at that point. And then the, the night game was awesome. I thought, yeah, it was. I did have it on as a background task because Katie and her dad were watching a lot of like movies. So I sat on my laptop with no sound. So I wasn't like truly immersed into it, but I was following along and watching it. It's a little bit different when you do that. It's kind of like you're spying on a game rather than being <laughs> part of it. Okay. It was a great game last night. A um, couple mistakes late for the Dodgers, missed chances, and then uh, Young Thick, man. Young Thick has just been showing out. So I'm excited to talk about that one. The the, the morning game or the day game, not so great. Um, interesting enough, Interestingly enough, even up 9 nothing, I believe, at one point the Red Sox were. The Astros still like had some chances to like really get back in the game. And that can't be a great feeling if you're a Red Sox fan. I know like the Astros pitching is all screwed up right now and things are looking good for you, but you got to know that five runs in any given day is not going to be enough against this Astros team. So that's a little scary for them. They are in the driver's seat 100% in this series though. Has the text to Odo been sent yet? Okay. What okay. am I going to text him about? Head shake, no. Just be like, dude, you uh, you left it all out there. You know you're going to have another opportunity in this series. I'm I'm Chuvy Ploof. <laughs> I will say this: that he went four innings. He gave the grand slam, but like he did what they needed him to do. Yeah, he had a bulk of the innings up. Um, saved the bullpen. The bullpen looked good, and like I I just said this, you know, the Astros pitching is all screwed up right now, but. I think uh, it's not like a foregone conclusion whatsoever that the the Red Sox are now just gonna, like going to run away with this thing. I think a lot of people are saying that and feeling that way. I, I don't. I don't see it. Well, what did way. you feel yesterday? If you're able to go back and be honest with yourself, Jake said 85 percent. I said 65 percent that the that game one win was uh, good, big for the Astros. It was a big win for the Astros for, for sure. But I mean, <clears throat> so do you, cause, cause, cause you I'm like, well, this, is the a series, series over? Series. Yeah. 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 You we all had the Astros anyway. Jake says 85% Red Sox are going to win now. Is that what you're asking me? He said 85 no. Astros yesterday. Before or after that game? Before. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was, I wasn't that high. I don't think just because the, the McCullers injury and then you have, um, who was it? The one out Garcia now, right? Yeah. Those that's, that's huge in a seven game series to lose two guys that can eat up innings. Uh, Odo, you know, looked okay yesterday and he's another guy they're gonna have to lean on to do that. I wouldn't have said 85% Astros uh, going into game two. I probably would have said still 50, 50 because game one in a seven game series, I don't know how much it necessarily means. There's probably some statistics that I don't know about right now, but uh, it's a long series and both these teams can hit. And I think that's what's stopping me from picking either team right now. I mean, they both offenses are so damn good. Kike hitting like Bay Ruth up there. He's hitting like T Plouffe summer of 2012. Ooh. Can't just get them out right now. So I, I don't, I, I still will put, I'll put this at 60 40 Boston right now. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I think I'm 65 the other way now. That's what I was going to I, no. I think I was like, who the hell are the Astros going to pitch? That, and I said, I was worried that I was like, if Garcia has a bad game and now you don't get any distance out of Framber and Garcia. Yeah. Like that's, it's pretty tough. Like who are, 
They're lined up. Urquidy, Stone, Kitty, and then maybe Grinky. Grinky, Javier split. Odo got in this game. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I think what you're stumbling into is it's the same combo for the Red Sox. I mean, it, we'll break it down. We got to get into the game in a second, but the Red Sox won on Evaldi Day. Like, I know the way the game played out uh, was exciting. Two grand slams in the first couple innings. But the Red Sox, if they have any, we all thought this was going to be a series. They kind of have to win the Evaldi days because Chris Sale, eh, and we'll see what Erod can provide in game three. He can be a real difference maker now. But Jimmy, on your metric of pitchers, I mean, Oda Rizzi's kind of given the second biggest outing of this series so far. Yes. Yeah, for, well, probably the biggest for the. For Hughes, it's Evaldi and then it's Odo. Yeah, but I mean, it's still only four innings, and it was, and he gave up the grand slam. So, I they just don't have any starters, really. I mean, if Garcia's hurt, I wonder what the rules are on that. They they put them out, and then, well, there's no and, rules on that. Yeah, he, he can come back and be fine. That's I'm, I was one. I talked about that on uh, with C Rose this morning. Like, how much of that was like, hey, we just need to give Odo time. I would guess a lot of it, but I wasn't. That's what I was going to ask you guys because I wasn't like watching. They haven't. They haven't said anything about it. the The injury part we don't know. I definitely think the way the pace of the game, Dusty went to Odo and said, "Take your time and do your routine," because he could have gone to a reliever there and told Odo Rizzi, "You're going to start the next inning," but he went to Odo. So. I don't know about the Luis Garcia injury. Um, he was having a tough time out there. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's he was injured. Maybe, his velo I, I was know. down. Yeah, his velo did drop. So like, that's pretty real. So we'll we'll see how that comes out. But yeah, I think the going to Odo was uh, was tactical for a couple of reasons. Yeah, you sit Eovaldi on the bench for. I mean, how long did Odo <laughs> take right there? Fifteen minutes or something. And that's <laughs> you know. I want to text him about that. Like, how does that feel? I don't know how many times he's had to do that before, but when someone does come in and do all his warmups on like the actual mound, it's weird. Like you're, you're playing catch and warming up in front of a packs, a pack stadium. I've seen it happen in the, in the regular season. I can only imagine, you know, what you feel in the postseason when it's packed like that but you know i think you're right jake i think there was a few different reasons why that may or may not have been tactical right there but Eovaldi came back out i was i was wondering about that some people were referencing the game with flaherty it was cardinals braves when they got that big league and we talked about should you take flaherty out should you take Eovaldi out yesterday i think i lean on they should have kept him in like you just make sure you win this game like when you get up nine runs, like put Eovaldi out there, let him go. I think you end up going 80 pitches, like get him into the fifth inning and and give yourself a real shot at, at taking this game down. Because if you start to go bullpen there, then it goes awry and you're you're wasting a bunch of pitching. I don't think that's a smart move. So I'm, I'm happy they kept him in uh, because a lot of people were clamoring, clamoring for him to get out of the game and, and then restart him, use this as a bullpen day. I, I think that would have been a mistake, especially against Astros offense. Well, we probably went farther than we should have before the burn anyway. So let's just have Jake burn this barn burner of a game brought to you by. Should I save this? I couldn't hear you. What? 
You just got to pick one at this point, right? BBD's <laughs> Yeah, kind of really asking you guys to help me out here. because I got DraftKings. DraftKings. Draft okay. DraftKings. DraftKings. Go to DraftKings. Use promo code JOMBOY. Uh, what do Bet they on got? the games. Bet on the overs. Mm. Has, has both overs hit now in the AL? Oh, yeah. Yep. Will an under hit? How, how big will they finally like make a line? I haven't mm. seen that. eight and a half and nine is a big line. I don't think they're going to go over that. And I think all these games go over that. We'll bet the over. I think nine is like the, the floor for these games. Oh, uh, we're going to Fenway. So I think that raises it a point too. I wouldn't be surprised if next game is nine and a half. Dude, mm. I'm in New Jersey. Mm. You're in New Jersey right now, Jim, where you can bet at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Get yep. That and you can, uh, you can bet $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie was in 1943, so it looks like a no-brainer. Mm. I'm going to open up the app right now. I'm going to go to the Dodgers Braves because they're playing today. Trev, and... do you even set your fantasy lineup, dude? Yeah, I did. I'm not okay. too happy about Proud my teams. Proud of you. Yeah. Proud of Ion you. Anderson and Max Scherzer. I'm going to go first Ooh. inning. I'm going to say no one scores. So I've made my bet of the day. Time for you guys to make yours at DraftKings. Download the mm. DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA. Only new customers. Only minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call to 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's burn jakey boston tries to take one in houston before heading back to the bean a bit of a homecoming for nate dog Evaldi as he tries to make it regulate meanwhile oh that hair sexual human being luis garcia takes the pill for houston Top one, all I ever had. Redemption songs. J.D. Martinez, former Astro with the grand salami in the first inning. Second inning, oh no. Garcia's out with injury. Here comes our boy Odo. But unfortunately for Devers, he ordered the same thing that was ordered in the first Another grand salami. It is eight nothing Boston after two. First time two grand slams have been hit in a playoff game ever or some shit like that. In the fourth, Kike, he loves you. He's riding. He can't stop, won't stop. It gets down, baby. Nine nothing Boston after four. These Astros, they'd start plugging away a little bit. Matter of fact, I don't want to speak about the Tucker. Kyle Tucker RBI double. Guriel single. Guriel. Homer, he's starting to get it going. And how about Trev's guy, Jason Castro, in the ninth to make it nine to five. But that's all they would get. Evaldi to Otto to Whitlock to Darwin's into Brazier. Red Sox split the series and win nine five. Nice job, Jakey. Thanks, guys. He ordered the Grand Salami. Sure did. That's definitely like a sandwich somewhere. 
a deli. Oh, dude, places. I think uh, <laughs> you guys can hear the music. Yeah. I think what Zoom does is like it, it cancels anyone's audio that isn't the speaker. So I it's think in and out a little bit. It went okay. out, it went in and out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I couldn't hear it because I'm playing it. So it's just me and Jake in there. We're working through this guy Sunday morning right now. We're mm. doing it. I haven't even taken a sip of my coffee yet. Good. Well, you better do it because in four minutes, it's going to be the afternoon there. And you Don't can't get have the coffee. coffee on my white hoodie. Be careful. Mm. I will be careful. All right. Well, Red Sox can hit. I thought the Astros crowd was pretty cool. Down six in like the eighth inning, and they're still so excited and into it. Yeah, this this series is not over, man. A lot of people are putting the Astros to bed. Don't do that. Don't you dare do that. I'm telling you right now, the Astros have a ton of fight left in them. I I, I still believe in them. Jake, what? Me and Jimmy are about sixty forty. Where are you at with this series? I think it's 60-40 Astros still. I mean, Garcia goes down, and we still have to find out about him. I think Odorizzi was going to be a factor in this series. Now he might know what factor he's going to be. I think he he's probably going to draw a start, and it's of a lot of the pitchers remaining in this series. It's I, I got no qualms with Odorizzi. Both these teams mash. I mean, we're going to see a lot of 9-6, 9-5 type finals, um, and this Houston team has just done it so much like i i don't know we're going to boston uh, i'm sure the crowd up there and those guys are going to be crazy um i mean they go double grand salami in the first two innings on Evaldi day that's you know you're gonna win that game so and jim yeah it is interesting i know we've been talking about uh the lack of quality starting pitching or or even starting pitching not getting a chance to go out and make a quality outing um and that almost added a level of excitement to this game where it was, okay, so are the Astros going to do anything to Evaldi? Are, are they going to work him at all? Are they going to get him out of the game? How much of the bullpen does Boston use up? So the chess match started going a little bit. And I mean, both these teams use less pitchers than the first game. So we'll see the ripple effect. Um, I mean, both these lineups are nasty. So it, it's almost survival, man. It's, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these games going forward are like this. Like, who who's going to get the early three-run homer? Um, because both these lineups mash. There's dudes on base uh, every inning. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm not surprised. Uh, both these teams are going to hit and win games. I. I know we talk a lot about the Astros missing starting pitching. I don't think the Red Sox ex exactly have like a bunch of great starters as well. And the guys that they are running out there that have been really good for them, Pavetta, Whitlock, Hauk, the guys that they're going to have to rely on here. I, I think the Astros match up well against those guys. I think those are the kind of pitchers these guys can go and hit. I don't expect them to be lights out. I expect some of those guys to falter. Uh, just like I expect some of the guys in the Astros bullpen to falter. It's that time of the year, man. It's going to be – yeah, Go ahead. It's going to be Erod Piv, right? I think so. Piv, Piv, to me, he's kind of – he's the guy. If he goes out there and he does shut me up and he's like, fuck you, like I'm going to be a star in this postseason, then the, then the Red Sox are going to win this series. But I, I, 
I don't necessarily see that happening. They're just the Astros are just too damn good. I, I guess I got to look up if P- Piv has faced the Astros and what they've done against them. But when I watch him throw and I've seen the Astros offense a lot, I think that he's a guy that they could go get. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think I think his his can he go and eat some innings, uh, good innings as a starter, and then they turn it around. Then they would have the sale Hauk game, game five. What? But so you think it's going to be Erod game three? I'm I'm asking. I think Erod Piv and then Sale Hauk for game four. Yeah, I would I would list it at Erod. You just never know with Cora if if Erod has a tough day, is Piv ready to go, or is it Hauk? And you know Sale only threw so many bullets. So that's that's where these Red Sox they've given themselves a little bit of an advantage of the not knowing when like if if Erod can only give them two innings I think they go to Pavetta and if they can get that the five innings they get out of them then then that's worthwhile and then you go sail and figure it out the next day so the Red Sox have extreme flexibility which I think is in uh, an advantage for them I like it I like it um what was I gonna say I forget. Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, A Rod. Me and A Rod. A Rod's just all his tweets about starters. Mm. Summed up everything I've been saying forever. I agree with A Rod. Don't make me go look at A Rod's Twitter right now. I'll let you know. Uh, and it's different for the NL. Um, so, like, that's like a good counter. But the Astros, this is A Rod's tweet. The Astros are going to realize how important starting pitching is. And the fact that he said just the Astros is kind of. This isn't Verlander, Cole, Granky, Morton. Uh, shows how much the loss of McCullers really hurts. That was his opening into the baseball has to get back to trusted starters going 6-7. The assembly line of relievers that come in one after another every game isn't it. Fans need the heavyweight matchups. Pedro versus Rocket. Kershaw versus Bumgarner. Lester versus Wainwright. And starting pitcher still matters. So he kind of covered it from both angles. Like the entertainment aspect of it. And... It still has been last couple of years proven to be a better formula <clears throat> to have guys that can go deep in an inning. So I was like, hey, you know, Rod. Agree. But yeah, <clears throat> I did see that tweet. A lot of people are pointing out that those guys were never in the same rotation at all. But I don't know if that's exactly what I don't think saying. that's what he's saying. I just think <clears throat> like those are all I heavy. I will say this. He named I think five guys. I think the way the Dodgers have been doing it with Kniebel and then having a bolt guy and then the bullpen kind of does work in the playoffs. Maybe it's not entertaining to fans and I could see how like whatever you want to call it, an assembly line of pitchers is not fun to watch, but these guys don't care about that. <laughs> They're trying to win baseball games right now. At no, this it's not the on the teams. It's on the, the league somehow to try and get it back that way in a, in a not like shitty rule is, which is a tough, tough, concept but in the in nl it has been working because the offenses are not the astros and the red sox i think if the red sox took that approach and they might because cora is a guy that doesn't have to have a set plan like he can go off script a little bit i think if they end up doing that like maybe this game going uh, game three going like an opener and then bringing erod in to eat up some bulk and then going to you know the back end of his bullpen i think the dodgers are proven that's a it's a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good way to approach things right now. And it's it's the potential length. Like we, you know, going back to last series when 
Well, McClanahan, he comes into the tough situation. Shane McClanahan was stretched out. In theory, if he was good, he could have gone three, four innings. You can look at those Pavetta outings. When Pavetta goes four clean, if he was getting hit, hit around in 2.1 innings, they would have pulled him. So Cora has that ability that it's kind of the, the playoff starting pitcher just in multiple areas that if he needs to yank you, he can. Because, you know, we haven't really seen – we saw Martin Perez come in for an inning, but he's got bullets in the chamber if you need him. Pavetta, Hawk, if one of those guys is on, he can almost get his starting pitcher performance on a given night. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really weird. I, I mean, you know, we talked about it, and we'll see if we become a CBA pod again. Like, crazy ideas of you start with a DH, but when you pull your starting pitcher, you lose them. Like – you, you wonder if baseball has to get to a point where they think about strategy that crazy. Cause you're right. I mean, when the, when the Dodgers pull a Knievel Brewstar Urias day, that's a winning formula. Yes. Um, but I think we got to get back in this game a little bit. Uh, JD Martinez endeavors and Kike are good. Yes. Kike's crazy. The best ever. He's going off. He's he's at the point now where you have to approach him like he's Barry Bonds. You can't pitch to the guy if there's an open base and runners on right now. Um, you can attack him with nobody on. Maybe try to nibble a little bit there, uh, but you can't just keep pitching to this guy. He's too locked in, and there, you know, when a hitter gets locked in like that, there doesn't matter who's on the mound, doesn't matter the situation. The ball just looks big. Everything's slowed down. Like it's, he's just, he's just at that point right now. So this is, I'm, I'm interested to see. And I also, I keep, you know, I have to repeat myself a lot. So I said this on uh, baseball today with C Rose. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a little chin music today to old Kike. Mm. And I don't like that. Like, you know, I've, talked about that a lot but i'm not making the decisions someone with the astros um i guess it's not today but tomorrow probably gonna buzz him if i had to guess Ooh. yeah mm. all right you, just the old adage like he's too comfortable up there yeah move his feet we're not good enough he's too good so we gotta hit him bam yeah um Wait, hold on. Last thing about A-Rod, because you brought him up. He also said that Carlos Correa is the LeBron James of baseball. Confirmed. What? Dude, I mean, what, what did, uh, what did um, Dusty said that Correa and Altuve were, what was it, Jake, that they were the Brady and Gronk of the Astros? And it's like, let's stop doing this. You guys are really bad at this. That's a horrible. I think we're two for two. <laughs> It's Carlos Correa, the LeBron James. What? I think he just means a heel, like like so good he's hated. I think is that like he, he said he's going? the he's the biggest, the fastest, the best on both sides of the ball, which is mm. he went deeper into it. Oh, he's just talking about good, not even yeah. like charisma yeah. or personality. Yeah. So he, he has he forgot about Mike Trout for a second. What about Mike Trout? Yeah. Show a lot of people. Yeah. Where do, yeah. where do you rank Carlos Correa in in the grand scheme of Major League Baseball right now? Up top, top ten? No, I don't care about that. But he's a top upper tier player. Sure, there's of an course he is. There's an argument for top ten. Yeah, uh, uh, 
know different no, versions of war have him as like the best position player this year, which like helps he was healthy and all that. But if we're if it's position players only, there's an argument for Correa top ten. And like not a tough one. For Just what play- for this year, for the last five years? Kind of both. That's the thing is, you know, we're talking about like LeBron James, it's like and Mike Trouts. Those guys have been the best player in the league for several years in a row. I don't think Correa can make that point like no. in any year. I guess this may be his first year. BBD saying there are some versions of war that have him position player top, but A-Rod, look, A-Rod says stuff and now we're talking about him. He wins again. A-Rod always wins. Love Rod. He even got to, you know, hang out with J-Lo for a little bit, even though she hates him now. Well, now he's doing yoga with someone else. I don't understand, weird, weird What picture. is A-Rod doing that I'm not doing? I don't know. I could. I'm good. Pass. Oh, Pass. he's just way better at baseball Pass. than me? Pass. No, no, Oh, no. okay. But I didn't cheat. You're more you human. Cheat. You didn't cheat. You're a great person. You have, you're oh. more human than him, if that makes you feel better. I don't really. I, I don't even know why I said that, because I don't want anything that A-Rod has. I'm pretty content yeah. with my life. I don't right understand now. why A-Rod wants the things that he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's, that's, that's a good question. point, Jim. Great point. No idea why he's doing what he's doing. <laughs> Eyes on him. Yeah, egotistical. That's basically it. Dude, that whole group, A-Rod, Poppy, Frank Thomas, they're all like crazy rich. Yeah. That's, I I don't want to, I don't want to. What do they pay them? (laughs) It's way too much money. Can I share a thought with you? Yes. Ernie Johnson, right, was is like the the host or the whatever of, Mm -hmm. of that show, but he had to leave to go back to basketball. How much do you think him and the producers just joke around like, yeah, well, they're trying to do what we do here, basketball, oh, yeah. but it's sucking awful. <laughs> like, like, yeah, because they're with like Shaq and Chuck, and they're just roasting Poppy and A Rod nonstop. 100% they're talking about that behind the scenes because that is entertaining the way they do it with the NBA. Like, those guys are just hilarious. I don't think A Rod or Big Poppy or even Frank Thomas, like, they don't have that type of comedic bone, if you will. Hmm. Shaq is the best, so. All right, let's move on. Let's burn game two. Mm. Dodgers, Braves. Jake and I will be watching game two of the series, which is the Dodgers and the Braves tonight, and our streams and our shows and a lot of what we've been doing is brought to you by Dugout Mugs. They've been Mm. with us forever. We like them. We appreciate them. We love them even. We're going to have dugout mugs behind us. We're going to have them in our hands. If you take a video of you cheersing a dugout mug and you post it to socials and you tag dugout mugs, you are eligible to win free prizes. If you don't have a a dugout mug item to do that, they're giving you one for free. The knob shot shot class. You just got to pay shipping and handling. Trev's got his right there. It's a twins one. BBD's got his and looks like Jake has a mug. So everyone Mm. besides me has one in hand. You can join the three of them. Don't be like me. Dug out mugs. Slash. Talking. Talking. Dugoutmugs.com slash talking. Bada bing, bada boom. Should I even play the burn music? 
Yes. Okay. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Yankee burn. L.A. would fly cross-country to Atlanta as the Dodgers hope they're not too fried as they take on lefty ace Max Freed while the mighty Dodgers would go evil Knievel bullpen day. But who would be there to follow in the first Trev's guy, cat scratch fever. Eddie Rosario scores on a wild pitch. Let's go one nothing Braves. But in the second, Taylor gang chris taylor with the rbi single scores trev's forearm buddy aj pollock pride of connecticut locked up at ones in the fourth will smith bowl and the catcher goes ding dong two one dodgers they're up in this game and so far they've used kniebel bickford and brule dr steven but he's young He's so thick. Mm. Austin Riley, 381, tied up at twos in the fourth. It would stay that way into the ninth, and we're rallying. Little monster Ozzy Albies bloops one in, steals second. He didn't even need to. He's young. He's thick. Austin Riley with the game-winning RBI double down the line. Braves take game one in a hot Lana three, two final. Mm. Mm. He's young. Mm. He's thick. You know, he's like less thick than he used to be. He lost some weight. They keep showing all these like draft videos of him. I mean, farm to fame, put something out um, about like some BP. He took way back in the day. He was thick's not even the word. Mm. I don't want to use the F word. Hey, I don't want to use the F word. Use a little fat. Use it. Oh, okay. Just a little bit. Maybe it was baby fat. He's thick, Trev. We saw him at Brave Spring Training 2020. You didn't know that we referred to him as young, thick Austin Riley. And you turned to Jake and I said, who's that? He's thick. (laughs) That was your first thoughts when you saw him in person. We were like, yeah, man. He Um, was like the only one by the cage when we were like, trying to figure out what was going on right we were in phil we were in uh clearwater yeah. yeah uh him and uh then the little monster was there and that's when we started calling him that because he we saw him take bp and it's just like a a little monster how lucky yeah. are the braves to have that guy on the deal that they have him on obviously acuna on the deal there that he's on i mean okay and there's something to be said that it's it's true with baseball and it kind of sucks Austin Riley had this massive season. I mean, the Braves fans are chanting MVP, and he's probably going to finish top five or something like that. It's, But we, we still don't see him in that light because when we think of this Braves team, we still think of, um, I mean, Acuna, Albies. I mean, it was Ozuna above him, Freddie Freeman. They're like, we still don't treat Austin Riley like kind of the dude he's been this year. And now that he's doing it in the playoffs, you have to, I mean, the home run, the game winning double, uh, hitting cleanup, playing third base after this monster season, like he's a bona fide stud and it's, it's awesome to watch. And yeah, I mean, I know Braves fans probably don't want us to start daydreaming for next year, but when you put it all in the pot, man, this, this franchise is loaded. Um, mm. But for right now, they win game one at home against uh, 
a Braves team that didn't <laughs> empty empty the bullpen, or mm. I guess they did empty the bullpen, but kind of the back half. Okay, you said pot and loaded in one sentence. I like that. I'm listening. You got my attention now, J- Jake. We kind of Trev, sorry, but Jake and I kind of uh, went over this yesterday. We were like, "What's the Dodgers' plan?" And we we're like, "Dude, they're not gonna. They're gonna go with their like." back end bullpen to start it is what we guessed. Then there was rumors that it was going to be Scherzer, but Jake, before that, Jake and I were like, they just flew. They did game five. They flew to Atlanta. I think they don't care about this game as much as like they've cared about the last couple games against the giants. And they're going to go back end bullpen. And if it's there, they're there. And we were kind of, we got, we got taken off that scent, Jake, because of some Scherzer rumors, but we were all over it. They went fucking Knievel Pickford Brule. Yeah, it was yeah bullpen game. At the end, they did bring in Shrine in and well, the Braves. But I think if the Braves took advantage oh, of those guys. Yes. It actually worked out perfectly for the Braves. They got those guys in the game. They got Jansen in the game. Jansen, again, is just lights out. So good for that. Good for the Dodgers in that whole situation. Uh, but the score won off Trinan. Big mentally for the Braves and for the series, right? Like I know they didn't hit the ball hard. Ozzy, little jam shot, Riley off the end of the bat there, but to score a run knowing, hey, we can go do that off this guy because he's one of the guys, like, if you're a hitter and he's on, you're like, fuck. Like, what are we going to do? But to go do that, I think uh, is big, big for the series. The And kudos, uh, blanking on her, Shahadi. Uh, her post-game interviews have been, I, I've been loving them. Um, Freddie Freeman got embarrassed. Uh embarrassed by trying and swung at a pitch that was about to hit his knee. Um, but that's how gross he is. So, and then she asked about, uh, Austin Riley's approach in that at bat. Yeah, man, it's, um, no, I, I know we live in this weird age and I'm, I'm not sure if the talking heads are talking about punting or whatever, but like, I think, you know, if, if they were down four to two in the eighth inning fortitude, you know, I think Evan Phillips or another arm in the the back end of that Dodgers bullpen gets used and they just say, okay, now the series begins. Um, because it was a tied game, they go uh, Kenley and Trinan. And uh, yeah, neither of them empty the tank. I think both of them threw under like 12 pitches or whatever. But um, hey, it was a tight game late. If the Dodgers steal this, I think all of us are kind of arms up like, well, I think this might be it. Now you're running into the big boys. Good for Atlanta. Um, they kind of Ron Darling, Trev's guy, mm. said it. He was like the he's like I, I hate talking in uh, not hyperbole or one of those words, but he's like the Braves had to win this game and they did. Sure though. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, especially when you guys are talking about the second rate bullpen coming in, you got to win that game. And Max Fried starting, like your guy. I think we should talk about him a little bit. Like, mm. what was his final line? I'm getting it up right now. Fried. He was six, six innings, innings to earn. Yeah, eight hit, eight hits. Scatter, scattered some hits around. Gave the one homer. Uh, but yeah, six innings pitched, two runs. You'll take that, Jim. That's a that's a Jim. Uh, what do you call your compete? Your compete. You got to compete. Yep. Ozzy's just awesome, man. I mean, 
he thought he got picked off. I, I, I got to put the audio to the breakdown, but that first pickoff by uh, Trinan, Trinan after he gets on first, like he's worried. Looks up at the up, he's like safe. Then they throw over again, and then the very next pitch he takes off. Gone like a ballsy steal. They've been picking you off. They two pickoffs in a row. Gone as the go ahead run in a tie game in the ninth inning, um, with the team's MVP up, who hit a homer earlier in the game. Kind of a ballsy steal. Gets the second base. And then scores, uh, scores on the double down the line. Which are they calling that a double? I don't think so. Or maybe he touched second. That's smart. They called it the single. It was a double. Well, I don't yeah. think he would have got to second if there was no runner on. Oh well, I mean, it went all the yeah, way to I mean, the wall, but they st- they stopped chasing it. That's why. Yeah, the left fielders gave up on it. I'll say this about Ozzy and the steal, James. You know, a guy like that knows exactly what his times are. So they've already talked about trying trying to coming in. I don't know what he is to play. Probably like a one, three, one, four guy, maybe even more than that. So when, when they know that on his best delivery to the plate, he's, you know, whatever, like I guess like a one, four Ozzy knows if he goes home and he gets a good jump, he's going to be safe. They, they just know like those are the numbers. So, uh, that's going to be something that, you know, we look at when these guys come in, you know, especially a guy like Trinan or some other guys in the bullpen, they got to be quicker to home. And if they're not, they're going to steal base. It doesn't matter how many times you pick over. Cause if they have those numbers and it's a green light, they're going to go. Yeah. They'll take Will that Smith chance a, every single time. A funny face. Just rewatch it as a double. I, I, I was thinking yeah, it was of a down the line hit. enough. Yeah. I was thinking of a different hit. I bet. Okay. Um, earlier in the inning, belly comes through with a big hit. And Taylor gets thrown out on the base passes by Jock. Base pass by Jock. Kind of a big momentum swing. You kind of saw bad base running, then good base running in the ninth inning. That's pretty tough break. I, I don't think it's going to kill the Dodgers' like spirit. I, I think they're fine after losing game one here. But, like, I don't know. That's was sad for a moment. Well, yeah, that was tough. I don't know. Did, did the third base coach, like, all of a sudden put the stop sign up? Dude, I, I think he just re- I think he just realized like I got too far. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting it is that it was Jock charged super hard. Mm-hmm. Uh Senor Pearls uh just came in and like dive bombed it. And he's he's just playing everything super aggressive. Like it looks like Jock Peterson at the plate in the field is just like, well. Screw it. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not the Dodgers, like prodigal son. Like for a while, Jack was the young guy that was, you know, the next future star and Jack Peterson and all this. And now, you know, he's traded away. He's on uh, his third team. Now he's got the blonde hair. He's got the pearls. He charges it. He keeps the throw low. It's towards the cutoff guy and the cutoff guy cuts it off and Taylor. Yeah. You just see what indecision on the bases and, in sports looks like like how many times do you hear coaches talk about like you can't be thinking out there the less you're thinking the more you're doing the better i think if he just keeps running a third i think he's probably in there um because like they were just looking to cut the ball off and kind of control play instead he's in the middle and jim you said it poetically ozzy albies who's getting a ton of love for stealing second with their mvp at the plate uh, if Chris Taylor either stops at second or keeps going to third, you just can't get stopped in the middle. Mookie Betts is up. So yeah, that changed 
that changed the whole energy instead of the Braves sitting there in the ninth inning with their Will Smith nervous as hell with Mookie Betts up inning over. <laughs> and here comes the heart of your lineup. Yeah. It's tough. There's a funny, there's a couple funny shots from that play. Taylor Dansby gets the ball from, uh, from Jock and, and looks to to back pick Cody Bellinger at first. Imagine if Bellinger rounded first, like, so I'm going to say on the breakdown because you can see it. He rounded first, you know, just a little too much. And Dansby thought he could get him and just fired it without thinking because Dansby's first thought on the replay is to fire it to first. He stops himself because someone must have yelled, hey, and then they get Taylor. I was like, oh, Matt, imagine if Dansby just turned and fired to first and Taylor just gets to go back to second. It's funny. Baseball, tiny little, Baseball. tiny little things. Um, Pickford was traded for. Will Smith. So there's my fun fact of the day. Both pitch in this game. Mm. I like that. Thank you. I like that a lot. A lot of people talking about him. Good looking guy. Got the hair going on. The first time we saw him, I think we were, were we live streaming. And we're like, who's this guy? Maybe. Is he a good looking guy? He's got the hair. I don't know if he's good looking. You're right. He's got no, the hair. No offense. He's got the hair. So someone had a, a good tweet that was going around yesterday that was like the Dodgers bullpen looks like a, a weird knockoff Sons of Anarchy. Whoa. What? 2013 first round pick, 10th overall out of Oaks Christian, which is very close to where I live, Westlake, California. What happened here? He turned it down. The 10th overall pick turned it down. Because then he signed with the Giants in the first round, 18th overall, two years later out of the College of Southern Nevada. He turned down 10th overall to go to the College of Southern Nevada? Somebody help us out with that because that's insane. And he only, yeah, I mean, what the heck? Did he not sign because he was hurt or something like that? Did they find something afterwards? He was the only first rounder that year not to sign, opting to instead to attend Cal State Fullerton instead, but then seeking a quicker path to the professional ranks, he transferred to the two-year College of Southern Nevada and was selected again in the first round 2015, this time by San Francisco Giants with the 18 pick. He made his pro debut with the AZL Giants that year, making 10 starts. Someone probably talked him into going to school. And then, and then, he, got, and then he got to school and was like, oh, this sucks. You just passed up on four million bucks, five million bucks. Tenth overall, still a massive slot. What's the tenth overall slot? Now I got to go back. And then he uh, he finishes at Bryce Harper's College of Southern Nevada. Everyone's yeah. got their path, huh? Did he see what Bryce did and was like, "What? Why don't why? this guy's trying to get drafted early, and I got talked into doing the opposite?" In 2021, the draft slot value for the 10th overall pick was $4.7 million. So I'm imagining it was somewhere around like three and a half to, to four back then. It's tough to turn that down out of high school, man. Holy shit. Yeah. It was the only first round pick. I'm now I'm going to look at what he got as the 18th. Phil yeah. Dickford. What do you got on the, what do you got on the game tonight? Game tonight. I don't know, man. We talked about it a little bit with Rosie here. I think that um, 
I don't think Scherzer's long for this game. I don't think that's the plan. You know, they did save some of their relievers last night. So I think Scherzer maybe goes like four, maybe five, where I think Ion needs to go a little bit longer. Um, I did go back and talk. Scherzer faced the um, Dodgers, excuse me, the Braves as a national in the first game this year. Six innings pitch, four earned runs. Then he faced him again with the Dodgers on September 1st. Six innings pitch, no earned runs. So he's had a couple different starts against them. And then Ion Anderson faced the Dodgers once this year on June 4th, four and a third, four earned runs. Um, only it faced 18 hitters. Not a lot to go on, I guess, really here. But I think um, I think the Braves need Ion to step up here. We're, and we keep asking the guy to step up, and he keeps doing it. So I don't see why it'd be any different. So it's going to come down to the bullpens again. The Braves Instagram does uh, like fashion. I was looking at the Braves Instagram for uh, or something. I forget why. Um, Ozzy going going live after the game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was trying to find that footage. And uh, they did their fashion show of like all their entrance. It was pretty hot. Uh, and then I saw uh, Ion Anderson walking in and I was like, what the, who is this guy? It was like dressed like Billie Eilish. He had like sweatshirt on, unless he's fat and I don't know it. I thought he was a skinny dude. What? I got to see this. He just had like, just, I mean, maybe it's in style because I think. Uh, <laughs> he's 6'3", 170, so he's not fat. I think uh, Jock is wearing like the super baggy stuff too. But he was, I was, he just looked so thick. And I was like, who is that? Okay. I can pull it up right here. Yeah, I want to see it. Interested. Interested. Wait, that's Jock, right? Oh, no, that's Ion Anderson. That's Ion. They're wearing the same thing. Jock is wearing like the exact same thing. I saw his picture, I didn't see Ion's. Like a matching sweatsuit? Yes, sweatsuits are in. Jocks is a different color. Yeah, Jocks is like like cocoa brown. The chain really helps, Jock, there. The pearls, if you will. Um, Ion will drop it. Or Ion Anderson drop it. Five innings, probably fairly clean. There's kind of no reason to not expect it. Like, the dude's been lights out. And same with the other guy, Scherzer. Um I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting because Trev, I don't know when you say Scherzer's not long for this game. Do you mean like five innings? I don't think they're going to want him to go six innings. How about that? I would say five is max for Scherzer. They, so they've what's been the path. At, what's the path after that? Because you got Kenley, you got Trine, and they both did pitch yesterday. I mean, not a lot of pitches. The eight and seven. Um, Bruce stars, their only kind of high leverage guy that didn't pitch yesterday. So, you, you know, even if you're going Bruce star, does Knievel get back in the mix? Kenley Blake, you know, there's four innings, but a couple of those guys pitched yesterday. Yeah. I mean, you're right. They, they did. They pitched a few of the guys yesterday. I just, I don't know, man, when I'm looking at, you know, kind of Scherzer coming in to throw the ninth inning, I know that's kind of like a day that, Maybe he was going to throw a bullpen on that he didn't. Uh, one day's rest and or two days rest, I guess it was. Now he's going to come start. I don't know. It just seems to me like maybe Mad Max is different, and he's going to say, screw it, I'll go as long as I need to. But that just hasn't been like the Dodgers' plan so far. 
you know, it doesn't seem like they want guys to go a third time through. So whatever that means, I, I, I just don't see him going into the sixth inning today. Scherzer, go, Scherzer goes five, then, uh, then uh, Alex, then Joe, then Blake, then Kenley. Then they have the off day, travel day, and then they, they just reset. Victor Gonzalez is a guy that did it last year too. You know, he threw multiple innings for him last year. Um, so you could see some, someone like that. I don't know. I'm going with my gut, Jakey boy. Good. I barely have one right now. Love it's your nice gut. and toned. Yeah. Mm. Not like Young Thick back in the day. Wow. Rude Patrol. <laughs> Um, quote here, Phil, uh, Bickford, my love for the game goes deep and having fun and enjoying all of it becomes part of it. You just need to know when to pull the trigger and do your job. And, uh, it wasn't about the money. Blue Jays offered him 2.9 mil. He just didn't want it. And then he decided he wanted it real bad. The first, the first offer was 2.9. Yeah. So under slot. So then he ended up getting, I, I said it, what did he end up getting? He got 2.3. So, you know. Interesting decision. Holy, he must come from a loaded family. Oaks Christian's a very expensive school. Westlake, a prominent area out here. His family's probably loaded. Because let me tell you something. Not many people are turning that down. I mean, I, I don't 99.9% of people are taking that. I think so, yeah. Is Phil Bigford's family loaded? Google. Maybe he maybe he was in love. His high school sweetheart was going to Fullerton as well. You know, love or money—that's usually what dictates everything. You know, David mm -hmm. and Barbara Bickford, what have you done in your life? <laughs> now we're really into it, huh? You let us know. <laughs> we you let need us to know. No, man. Maybe they're maybe they uh they're with Nestor Cortez on Sheba. Sheba. All There's right. An actor well, named David Bickford. Is that his dad's name? Does he, he look like him? It's tough to say. This this acting David Bickford's also from New Britain, Connecticut. So I mean, we could be connecting all sorts. Oh of my guys. gosh! Are we finding out about the Bickford? Like, we're gonna have him on the show. Why are you so rich? We want to know. <laughs> First question. Dude, what if he didn't grow up? What if he didn't grow up rich and you know he's he's the son of a pool man just like you? Yeah. Then he would take that money. <laughs> That's what, <he> would do. <laughs> what do you make what do you make a year before taxes, David Bickford? <laughs> yeah, get your hey Phil, can you bring your dad? <laughs> hey, let's not be that way. Maybe Barbara's the breadwinner. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Most likely. Barbara Bickford. That's a uh -oh. fascinating story. We got to find that out. I'm going to do some research today. Okay. Looks like there's a professor. Looks like there's an artist, Barbara Bickford. Hey, Blenny in the chat. No one is saying money is life. Trust me. I know. Like, I know a ton of miserable rich people, like a ton of miserable rich people. Just, we're just wondering why he turned down that much money at 18. 18. Yeah. It's a lot of David Bickford's, man. And then so he got oh my god I'm in, I'm just going crazy now. So he Let didn't want to go to the Blue Jays for what reason? 
Toronto. Maybe, just... maybe he's, uh, maybe he's, uh, you know, America only. I respect him. America. All those other countries I like too, though. Some countries I don't like. Name okay, them. now we're talking. Let's list a them. A country that I don't like. I don't really like China. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I don't. The whole thing? No, there's some. I'm sure there's some people that are like, as a whole, I just, I'm not really into it. Okay. I'm not into the whole, you know, state controlling everything type of thing. All right. Now we're talking politics. Another country that you don't like? Hmm. Hmm. Don't you support China's ban of TikTok? I do support their. <laughs> <laughs> we should have banned TikTok a long damn time ago. We should have. We're just melting our brains while they're laughing. TikTok's off. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's got four sisters and one brother. Or. Family of six. Okay. So they couldn't be that rich. Gosh, now I'm thinking about what other countries do I hate? I can't think of any. Maybe I don't hate other countries. I don't know. North Korea is an easy option, some people say. That's true. North Korea is a good one. That's a good one. All right. Have I ever told you what they say about North Korea, like South Koreans, what they say? What do they say? I played with Byung-ho Park. Oh, I'm actually very interested in this. And he's like, he, he would laugh when he would watch... U.S. news talking about North Korea. He's like, we're not scared of them. Like, like it's a totally different view. Like, he's like, yeah, they don't even have, like, roads. <laughs> like, we're not scared of them. The infrastructure is, like, not there. He's like, the way you guys portray them is completely different from the way we portray them. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's coming from a neighbor. And now you know. All right, that's the episode, and we talked everything. We covered everything that we wanted to cover. The whole checklist has been checked. So enjoy your days. See you tonight, Jake and BBD. Thanks, everyone. Love you guys.